This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. are just now on the eve of another Father's Day, and I'm really delighted to share with you five more life and business lessons that I learned from my father. And I was very blessed because my father loves me deeply, and I also love him deeply. We have always had a very close and a very special relationship. So here's what I want to share with you today. Lesson number one that I learned from my father that I'm sharing today is to have a vision for yourself. And this vision is the ability to see what's possible. And in seeing what's possible, it transcends whatever the current reality is. When my father was growing up in Virginia, on the slave plantation, he had a greater vision for himself that one day he would get out of Virginia. And as he graduated high school and moved to Baltimore for greater opportunity, he looked around and he saw that black men at that time were allowed to drive the buses and the streetcars. So he looked and he said, I'm going to be a bus driver one day. I'm going to drive one of those buses. Now, mind you, at the time he had this vision for himself, he didn't know how to drive and he didn't have a driver's license and he didn't have a car. Yet he did hold that vision in mind for himself. He saw what was possible in spite of what was visible at the moment. And those of you who've been listening to me for a while, you know that I also practice the same life lesson And even as far back as sixth grade, that's when I held the vision for myself of becoming a psychologist. And when I got just about to enter graduate school and had $30 to my name in the bank, having no idea how I would fund going to graduate school, I continued to hold the vision and I attended the four years of graduate school and came out with no debt. So I'm just saying, holding a vision of what's possible is powerful. Secondly, my father had a principle of doing your best where you are. He was deeply committed to excellence. Each job that he had, even if it was a job he didn't like so much, was preparing him for the very next opportunity. And if something was particularly onerous that he knew was horrible for him and that he really didn't like, like being a dishwasher or being a pot washer, he did that for a little bit. And he said, no, I got to find something else. Then he would go out and find something else. And even if you have a job you don't like and know you're not going to be in long term, sometimes there are lessons that can be learned there in that position, even if the only lesson is you learn what you don't want to do and what you don't like. 
So eventually he got a job as a cab driver. And as a cab driver, he learned how to drive. Prior to taking on the job as a cab driver, it was my maternal grandmother, his mother-in-law, who actually taught him to drive on her car. And then as a cab driver, he learned the whole city. He learned where all the different locations and the streets and how to navigate those streets. And also the cab company at the time, they would always give out tips about how to drive in the snow and how to handle certain situations. And most of the cab drivers would just throw those things away. But my father read them all. He learned those lessons because later those were going to be important for his dream job of being a bus driver. So that's lesson number two, to commit to excellence in whatever it is that you're doing. Know that each job you're in right now is preparing you for the next opportunity. And, you know, I'll say I can certainly count in my life every job that I've had has taught me some lessons and some skills that I continue to use today and that were actually the building blocks to the next opportunity. And even my time as an active duty Army officer, I'm still benefiting from that today because of the kinds of connections and the kinds of job opportunities that I have now as a consultant. Had I not had that military experience, some of those things probably would not come my way. Number three, my father had a strong sense of continue to learn, grow, and develop. As he was working eventually for the bus company and driving the bus, He was promoted. He was promoted into supervision. He got promoted into management until eventually, by the time he retired, he was one of the highest placed African-American men in the bus company. And in order to get there and to do that, he took advantage of continuing education classes and conferences that his job sent him to. He went to college first to a community college and got his two-year degree. Then he went on to the four-year college and got a bachelor's degree in urban planning and development. And as he prepared himself, learned and grew even more, more doors opened. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that way back, he also had a job where he was a stock clerk. It was supposed to be a seasonal job. They had no intentions of keeping him past the Christmas rush. But because he committed to excellence and because he learned every day, he knew all of the stock numbers. He knew how to find things. He knew how to serve customers. He learned this so quickly and so well that when the Christmas rush was over and they were planning to terminate him and retain an older gentleman, They actually retained my father because he had learned, he had grown, he had developed on the job, and he was committed to excellence where he was. And then number four is develop and invest in others. Once my father reached the management levels in his career, he had an opportunity to mentor and develop other young leaders who were now his direct reports. And he spent the time to invest in their lives and to show them the ropes and how to progress in their career. Similarly, at the church he attended, he also developed the lives of the young men 
who were there, people who looked up to him. And he shared his wisdom and his knowledge and his experiences. So when he got to that place in life, it was not all about him. He was willing to invest in others and to share what he had learned. And I certainly have that mindset today as well. And this is even beyond just my clients. But sometimes I just will run into another young person a psychologist is coming along, a consultant who's coming along, someone who's starting a business. And I take the time to share what I've learned along the way as well. Number five from my father, I learned to be thankful, to be thankful for every day that I'm here, every day that I have an opportunity to wake up and to add value to the world around me. I remember hearing the story of when my father was four years old, he got pneumonia. And back in those days, black people really couldn't go to a doctor. There were very few black physicians, and they really couldn't get around to everyone. And his family was very poor. So if you got sick, and if you didn't recover on your own, nine times out of 10, you probably were going to die. So this day when he had this very severe pneumonia, and a high fever. His mother, who had already lost another child, an older sister of my father's, she was up sewing his funeral shroud, because if he died, they'd have to have something to bury him in. One of his older sisters, however, she was up with him during the night, nursing him to health, trying to break the fever. Early the next morning, his nephew, who was a little bit older than him, actually came in and saw that he was still alive and he was still in the land of the living. And he went and informed the rest of the family. And so my father, when he looks at his life, he doesn't take for granted any day that he's been given. He's completely thankful to still be here, even today, as I'm recording this and sharing it with you. He's still here with us. And so I'm reminded of a song that's done by Dr. Charles G. Hayes and the Cosmopolitan Church of Prayer, and the song is, Every day is a day of thanksgiving. God's been so good to me. Every day, he's blessing me. Every day is a day of thanksgiving. Take the time to glorify the Lord today. Those words are very special. I definitely think every day is a day of thanksgiving. So I say to you fathers out there, fathers, you make a difference and you have the opportunity to model what your adult children will need to be successful in their careers and in their business lives. So take the job seriously, show up in your children's lives so that when they are senior citizens like me, they will rise up and still thank you and give you your accolades for all you did to pour into their lives. So to my father, I say, happy Father's Day. And to all the fathers out there, I say, happy Father's Day. Go out and make the difference that only you can make.
You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.